I'm Rico. And I'm Jessica. And this is the Always the Critic podcast where a couple of friends review the latest movies, except we literally have zero qualifications to do so. Uh, Today, we are going to talk about the latest Pixar movie, Onward. And to help us out today, we are bringing along friend of the show, Daniel Romero. What's up, guys? Uh, Nothing much. Uh, It's been a hectic Monday night, but uh, now I'm all settled. I'm ready to go. We're here. You're settled. We're ready to do this. We got our Pixar expert here. Yes. If if there's (laughs) anyone who enjoys Pixar movies... Daniel Romero is the guy. <laughs> that is a huge overstatement, but go on. <laughs> oh, oh wow! But you love Zootopia, right? Whoa, that I is not Pixar. <laughs> not Pixar, and I hate Zootopia. That could be a whole other episode. That's itself. another yeah, like know, that's rant episode that we have to one. do. We'll bring in. Like, oh yeah, Dan- <laughs> Danny on that one. All right. So the hypocrisy of Zootopia. <laughs> Onwards and forwards. Here we go. So, IMD synopsis set in a suburban fantasy world. Two teenage elf brothers embark on a quest to discover if there is still magic out there. Uh, the movie was directed by Dan Scanlon. It was also written, co-written by him and Keith Bunnan, among others. There's like six names uh, to credit on the writing. Uh, the voice acting is led by Tom Holland, Chris Pratt, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, Octavia Spencer, among many others. Uh, it was well-received by critics and by audiences. 86% on Rotten Tomatoes, 96% uh, the audience score through Rotten Tomatoes, yeah, pretty so high. pretty high. Here's here's the little problem. The movie, uh, by Pixar standards, is a bomb. Uh, oh. It made an opening weekend gross of $40 million, which is not I mean, give good. Give us some context. Like, Let's get, there... I'll give you some okay. context right now. So the, the movie opened $40 million domestically. And 68 million worldwide. In terms of inflation, it's the lowest domestic launch for a Pixar movie ever. Oh, uh, and the all- good dinosaur. Oh no! That here's the thing. Even if it were to do like massive legs, like in the like something like Lego Movie, like that had long legs and made a lot of movie money after opening weekend, it would still be the second lowest. Pixar tune right between Good Dinosaur and Cars 3. Oh. Somewhere okay. in the vicinity of 123 million to 153 million. And that's if it does killer the next few weeks. But <sighs> that is not a good sign for this movie. And I wonder what happened. Why why really? such a low why such a low box office? I thought the trailer okay, are we gonna get into it? Yeah, let's go ahead and get into it. Let's just get into it. Okay, okay. I had super low expectations for this movie. I did not really have any passion or want to go see this movie at all. And the trailer for it was pretty, I don't want to say bizarre, but it like didn't give me any sense of the story. Like, why do I want to go see this movie? I thought it was weird. It seemed like it had some behind the scenes drama and issues with production i don't even quite know what they were it was like i don't know it just seemed like a risk like this was the solo of <laughs> pixar movies wherever i was wow. like uh, i don't know <laughs> you know what i'm saying that's a bit surprising like i will agree with you on the advertising the marketing it it probably just didn't sell it well what about you danny what do you think did this movie sell well and what did you think of the movie? 
I said from the first time I saw a trailer for this movie, the the cast is what sold me. I'm going to see okay. Chris Pratt, Tom Holland, Julie Louis mm-hmm. Dreyfus. Like I figured, all right, that'll be good. They're all strong, you know, comedic talents. I think they'll be able to do really well, and they did. I think the voice acting in this movie is awesome. Um, but yeah, no, I'm not surprised with the box office it did. Like even you know, I've heard a lot of people say like it falls like to middle to bottom of their like Pixar rankings, like which. I agree with it's no Toy Story, but I mean, I I enjoyed it, but I agree, yeah, it wasn't marketed well, and it's definitely not. It's not going to be an instant classic like a Toy Story had... or a Finding Nemo or a mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like a Monsters Inc. Yeah, was. I don't think it had a spark to it necessarily that was so compelling that I was like, wow, this is an amazing movie, and maybe they didn't market it well, but wow, this blew me away. I I don't think this blew me away. At yeah, all. no, because another one I think they they didn't like. I don't think Coco was marketed well at all. But people came out of that movie loving it. Like I was, Coco's yeah, fantastic. I was going to ask you that. Like, what was the last time that Pixar did an original idea and it, you know, was big? Not a sequel. Was it Coco? I think it was Coco. I, I believe well, that's Coco, the last one. I, I <laughs> this funny story. Side, side note about Coco. I went to go see it with my my mom actually because my dad and my sister went to go see. I think it was like Batman versus Superman. Probably just in theaters. They, they yeah. went to see it in theaters, and I was like, "No, Oof. I want to watch Coco." So my mom came with. She swore up and down that it was a movie about a kid and his dog, Ooh. and I was like, "No, it's Not about quite. like, yeah, like she couldn't." That was what she gleaned from the trailers and the marketing and stuff. So she was very much um, underwhelmed because she was like, "What." is this story like i thought it was about the dog and the guy and i was like no so this movie i didn't even get so much as like oh they're going to um bring their bring their dad back or whatever like i was like very lukewarm on it very Mm. yeah so i think that coco worked because it was I think it was just good and it, it reached a certain <laughs> audience. Good. It reached a certain audience. Now, oh, I'm not taking away. into a culture that they haven't really yes. yeah. touched upon. And exactly. so it was very vibrant and not, not, not just like to look at, but it was a vibrant story. And mm-hmm. it was, it had a lot of soul to it. Um, and I, I just don't think that Onward was as put together you know, as I know what you mean, Coco, and I'm I'm not like a huge fan of Coco either. I'm just like, yeah, whatever. But I would rather watch Coco than rewatch Onward. Okay, yeah, no, I that's what I wanted to get to is basically did this movie, um, you know, was the the issue pretty much <laughs> was it good enough to like really get you to invest into it. For me, no. I thought it was just cute. I thought it was a lovely brother film, uh, a lesson about grief and growing up in a single parent household, which is interesting. Um, I was more in love with all of the hilarious takes on modern day mythical creatures <laughs> that they had in the uh, in this universe. The unicorns. Set up. The unicorns were killing me. Um, they were like feral flying unicorns, and uh, like basically like raccoons in this in this modern day mythical city which is fantastic 
I thought it was side splitting. And then they had like a dragon for a dog. It was, it was cute. It was very like, reminded me of Flintstones a lot where it was like, here's my take on every punny thing that could be associated with mythical yeah. creatures, you know? I gotcha. Yeah. yeah. I, I so think I appreciated that, that. Yeah. I really think that this movie works well in, in certain moments. Um, I think that whether you're into it or not, I think one thing that either will bring audiences in or people will enjoy it is the whole fantastical side. <laughs> and by that, I mean like dealing with like this Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> type of Magic the Gathering like side <laughs> B plot almost, but it like meshes in with the A plot. And I don't know, maybe people are just into that. Maybe that's one thing. Uh, mm-hmm. I can't say it's magic because, like, Harry Potter was huge, you know. Mm-hmm. Anything, yeah, it's not the, you know, it's, yeah, it's execution. It's execution. It's really, yeah. like, the craft of what they did. I was like, hmm. <laughs> With that said, I one think. One thing I hear, oh, yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. No, 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 go ahead. No, that, that one thing I hear, I've heard a lot of with this movie is people comparing it to looking like a DreamWorks film. But I don't know so much if it's like a DreamWorks thing or just they've done the fantasy thing more. They did How to Train Your Dragon and that did pretty well. Uh-huh. They did Shrek and that was huge. Um, mm. Like I watching the movie, I was not like, yeah, DreamWorks. Like, but I get like marketing wise, maybe that's how people could have perceived it. But yeah, it definitely hit like a – it was going for a different kind of market. This seems like the kind of movie that was a passion project for someone yeah. rather than one uh. they expected to be like – this huge box office hit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I see. So, um, I think the movie for me works a Did lot. Did you like it? Okay. I, I liked it a lot actually. Oh, um, okay. I, because there was a lot of stuff that I, I found amusing. I found charming. Uh, the brother dynamic worked for me. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and overall I thought that it's really nerdy. Like in certain moments. And yeah. I appreciated that because there's a lot of things that like I just pinpointed. I was like, oh, I know what they're referencing here, mm-hmm. even if the entire audience doesn't know. Uh, so for me, it works on that level because of the fact that like there's just a lot of nerdy stuff. And like I picked mm-hmm. up on a lot of it. Uh, now, uh, what before we get into spoilers, because obviously we got to talk about different things that happen in the movie and whether they worked or not. What were your scores? Uh, Danny, I'll start with you out of five. Um, Probably like probably a 3.5. I'd say 5. I enjoyed it. Okay. I enjoyed it more than I didn't enjoy it. Um, like, am I going to run out to go see it in the theater again? No, but I'll catch it on Disney Plus when the time comes. Disney um, Plus. Yeah, like, it was good. I mean, it was, tra- <laughs> it was traditional Pixar. It, you know, it was funny. It was heartwarming. It hit you in the feels at some point and... It, it served yeah. its purpose. I yeah. enjoyed it. Yeah. I thought it followed a formula um, that, that I was familiar with. And uh, I, I pretty much agree with how Danny described it. You know, it didn't offend me. So I gave it a 3.5 as well. Three and a half stars out of five. Um, what'd you give it, Rico? I actually gave it a four out of five. Oh! Yeah, I'm just a little bit. Yeah, I'm a little bit above you guys. I think this movie worked for me uh, in a couple of different areas. And we can definitely talk about those areas right after this. 
The greatest trick. Houston, we have a problem. I am the father. I see dead people. The devil ever pulled. Pay no attention to that man behind the curtain. Was convincing the world. You can't handle the truth. He didn't exist. Oh, what's in the box? All right, and so let's go ahead and let's talk about some of the good, some of the bad, because obviously there's a mix here. Let's start with the Pixar short, which wasn't really a Pixar short. It was a Simpsons. (laughs) Weird timeline. Are we living in? I know. That's what I said. Oh man, they like throw up the Simpsons logo and the music comes on, and I was like, "Uh, what? What? year is it like that we're getting did you not know about that beforehand no i went in blind i knew i knew. oh i knew too yeah like oh, because i, I read a i read a headline like oh the simpsons is going to be the short before the movie and i was like really <laughs> so yeah. i found that short really good i really liked that short a lot yeah i enjoyed it it was just bizarre it was bizarre it just felt so bizarre <laughs> Bizarre, it didn't have bizarre. the charm, the charisma, the look, the, you know, all, of all of the Pixar shorts that have come before. Yeah. Uh, it was nice to have a short. Did I expect a Simpsons sh- short? No, 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 not in a million years. So uh, it was pretty tame as far as Simpsons go, but um, I enjoyed it. I'm still trying to wrap my head around it, but I guess... I guess it's better than no short at all, which I think Coco did. Coco have a short, which was the last Pixar oh, movie that did. Coco had a short. Coco <gasps> yes. had Olaf's frozen she, adventure. She Coco had a long. Right. That one had a twenty-minute long short, which wasn't a short at all. That's it was right. a long. Which Pixar movie didn't have a short in front of it, and we were all like, "Hold on, what's this about?" Was it I Toy Story Four? Maybe. Maybe I I, because think, I don't remember yeah. that one at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was Toy Story Four, and then we talked about it. Whatever, like, it didn't what deserve one. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> let's. Okay, we're going to shelve the. the yeah, let's hold off on that one. I can't believe I'm saying that. But okay, what did you guys want to talk? You guys talked about it being nerdy and it having references to like Dungeons and Dragons and yeah. other properties that we've seen before. So, uh, like, for example, uh, the older brother who's played by Chris Pratt. Um, he is a number one, he's taking a gap year <laughs> between high school and college, number one, which I found hilarious. Yes. Um, but number two, he's like super into like Dungeons and Dragons. Like he has the but it's game not Dungeons on- and Dragons. It's like, well, yeah, but like, yeah, the- yeah, I can't remember the actual, but name there's from a book the- and there's, he's yeah. launching like campaigns and exactly. Whatever. And then yeah. upstairs in the room, he has like all these trading cards that are just like magic, <laughs> the gathering cards where you go and you play them and like, you know, like Raven the wise and all this other stuff, you know? And, but apparently it's all based on like inside of the movie. It's like based off of real things inside based of their of actual historical, stuff. For them, right. Historical for them historical um, things. Exactly. So it's true. He swears everything is, is true. I found it nerdy because of the fact that – and the fact that I knew and kind of appreciate – I don't play Magic the Gathering. But I do have like different card games that <laughs> – Yes. Are basically so the same Romero. style. Romero's yeah, Romero like, yeah, too. Definitely. Yeah, and so like I totally like was spot on like, yep, I know exactly how he's like going through <laughs> his cards and like looking through and like this has this ability and all that, which I thought is like 
so ridiculous. But uh, so a lot of that worked for me because it was funny. It was goofy funny. It was awkward funny. It was nerdy funny. Like stuff like that worked for me. Okay. Um, What did anything like what were the some of the things that worked for you, Jessica? Uh, I think a lot of what Chris Pratt did was working for me. I thought he was really funny and it could have I kind of envisioned it as him being this was a live action. It would still be played by Chris Pratt. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) He was still like it was going to be a physical, hilarious performance by Chris Pratt either way. So it was nice to see him kind of like stretch. Um, I think there was a part, the part I left the most was, I think they were trying to merge onto the highway. Ah, uh, yes. And um, <laughs> Chris, Chris Pratt's character has been shrunken to like a little pixie size. And um, he's like, there's never going to be a right time. Merge! And he just like screams merge in this tiny little like helium voice and i was like cracking up i mean it was so funny to me so a lot of that stuff where he was like just being chris pratt um felt good felt funny uh i think the same thing goes for tom holland he i think it would have been played by tom holland in in a live action as well yeah yeah i think because they they did a very good job of channeling their normal yeah. tendencies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Usually when it comes to like famous acting or actors doing lending their voice for, you know, anything, usually it's not really something that works. It's just for the poster. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know? And yeah. but this one, you know, they did a good job of selecting people and working towards like their personalities. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. At least the personalities we see out in public. So I think mm-hmm. they did a pretty good job. There. I guess uh, let me let me just kind of flesh out why I didn't like this movie a little yeah, bit because yeah, while we're talking about it, I just think that maybe putting the realism of a modern world on top of like the mythical made it less obviously less magical because they're like magic they don't use magic anymore mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. because they're going for modern conveniences like electricity and you know automobiles and stuff like that which is fine i just think it took like the mystical and the fantastical out of it okay Uh, it didn't seem very special i don't know so you wanted more of that mystical and fantastical element to be throughout the movie well when they're doing this intro where they're like long ago there was all this stuff and like i'm like Okay, okay, I'm feeling this. And then it's like, boom, he's got a truck, and they live in the burbs, and they go to school. And I was like, eh. it, it just. <laughs> the way you just said that, like, eh. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> See, uh, that's like funny. Dinosaurs out of Jurassic Park. <laughs> like, I was like, uh. Yeah, that's one way to look at it. But that's funny because that's what sold me on the movie. I oh. was really like. I was really like eh with it, but then when we were we were up in uh, in Disney a few weeks ago and they had the preview at Hollywood Studios because the one oh. thing you want to do after you paid one hundred fifty dollars to get into a theme park is watch a commercial, um, <laughs> and I'm stupid, so I did it, and they got my money at the box office. So, but like that whole I like that whole like first like ten minutes of the movie is what the preview was. So I was like, I yes, that. I'm in this whole like someone invented a light bulb and the guy who can't figure out magic is so like enthralled with it. Like that was fantastic. Like I love that, um, and it lent more. It, 
it lent more to this idea of like, you know, where people thought that Chris Pratt was like a crazy person for how he like protected all like these like historical artifacts because he still believed in magic and all that. And everyone's kind of moved on. Um, I thought it was a really cool dynamic to the story. Uh, yeah, um, it was clever. I will give it that. It was very clever. And uh, it, again, like I love the freaking horses, the unicorn uh, flying unicorns that were scavenging in the trash and were in this cave and like hissed at them when they put the light on them. Like that's really funny. Yeah, you I, I think that's, really, you oh really gosh. enjoyed that. The pixies <laughs> that were like bikers. I was like, yeah, I like, that's funny. Hated the pixies. What? Ah, there it is. Hated them. I thought Why it got so them? like it got old so fast. Like okay, there was too much time spent on those pixies just being rude and irritable. <laughs> All right, I, okay. I get it. I mean, yeah. um, I yeah, I I just think it was a bit that went on for too long. Gotcha. Because no, I, I it, it was like three or four different points in the movie where that came up and that was like a plot point, like, but not, but it didn't matter. Yeah, I can see that. Um, what else kind of didn't work for me? Okay, so they go on this journey to get a stone to put in the wand. Well, it's not a wand. It's like a staff. Yeah. So that they can finish bringing their dad back, but they're just kind of burning time in the meantime, trying to go on this quest. So it turned into, like, Goonies to me, where it's like, oh, I got a time limit. I got to find this thing so that we can kind of keep preserve something or have this experience with with their dad who died of some sickness right uh i don't know i think the goonies did it better um <laughs> they get <laughs> they, i don't know how to put it um it just seems like dumb i don't i don't know they're getting in a van they drive off and it's like they go to like a chuck e cheese but it used to be this really intense like bar tavern for cutthroat mystical creatures uh, just like everything was like deflate and like deflated i guess because the movie's trying to appeal to the fact that this used to be something great and everything has either been commercialized or everything has been you know made easy and accessible and available to everyone i'm just saying it's clever it's clever i see what they're going for but why should i pay 20 dollars to see this movie (laughs) i mean i i can't really argue yeah i can't (laughs) argue with that i cannot argue with that so Uh, the brothers go on a quest um yeah it just i think i liked more of them learning how to use the wand on the way Um, me too which was fun and interesting and they referenced this the rule book or whatever it is i don't even know from the game that he has yeah yeah i i think that those were some of the best parts and the bonding between the brothers uh just the fact that with siblings and we all have siblings here yeah, we all have siblings here. I just had to think of it for a second. Uh, and you know how we have like our back and forth with some siblings, but then there's something that either unites us or they introduce us to something and then we, you know, oh, you know what? This isn't actually half bad. 
And okay, so you're kind of like, oh, I like this movie because it has a strong sibling. I think slash I think portrayal. it does a very good job with it. With the yeah, sibling it was bond, fine. I mean, it, it got me at the end, though. Like, okay, did so, anyone cry? Yeah, I mean, hot take: Does the sibling bond better than Frozen does? Hey, whoa! Oh, here we whoa. go. We're talking now. We're talking. I love Frozen, but this does the sibling thing much better. It okay? Uh, how do we go about this? So, is it just because? Are you talking about Frozen? Or Frozen 2? Both of I, them? I guess both as a whole. He's talking about both. <sighs> I so. think, well, why is Frozen catching stray bullets? <laughs> I mean, it's a great question. No, I'm just saying, yeah, I'm just, because everyone looks at Frozen as this, like, oh, it's about sisters. Like, I think it's this would be. It's just the first. That's all. What? It's the first that did it. Yeah. The first animated Disney movie that didn't focus on. A love interest. It focused on siblings, and so I think people were really not expecting it, and so they they hype it up, they love it, um, and then onward comes along, and people like Danny Romero are like, "Oh no, Frozen <laughs> did it better." Um, I don't. Know. I said onward did it better, but go on. <laughs> yeah, I'm did not. Say I just. Onward. Oh, did he? Yeah, you went. You went backwards. Yeah, Oh, sorry. Scratch that. Reverse it. <laughs> Willy Wonka. Okay. So, but you like the sibling stuff too, Rico. Yes. Yes, I did. I thought it was very well done. And hey. it, it pulled at my heartstrings personally. It just worked for me. Um, when, and obviously uh, the movie deals with them wanting to see their dad one more time. And his their dad happened to be a wizard. Like he had no, that power. No, he was not a wizard. No? No. He wasn't a wizard. No, he was a wannabe. He was a wannabe wizard. Yeah. Okay. But he left them the staff. So I yeah. guess. He... Okay. So... <laughs> Did you read that That's wrong? a real crappy gift to you if you didn't believe it was going to work. Yeah, that's true. He believed in magic, could not use magic, read up on everything having to do with magic and then left them the ingredients it's like i can't cook but here the here's like the cake mix okay so (laughs) okay so if that's the case then then okay so magic isn't inherited in any way i guess no okay i just i i read that part wrong again like the lore there isn't isn't very strong like they didn't say oh the wizards passed down this this gift to their children and it is inherited it was like no like just and again from the first you mean you didn't have to be related to someone powerful to have power (laughs) what a concept oh man stop three months not over it go on stop (laughs) fantastic star wars okay so (laughs) (laughs) so you cried rico Yes, I, I did because well. the brother... St- when, when did you cry, though, exactly? Because there was uh, like, this whole stone dragon that came out at the end when they make it back to the school. It was, again, like, very anticlimactic. I thought this was anticlimactic also. It, it got me after the dragon's been slain and the brother is peeking through, like, the rubble to see his brother be able to say... Bye to dad uh-huh. and he didn't get the opportunity to 
like he sacrificed. Oh, he sacrificed. The reason he didn't was because he realized that everything that he wanted in a dad he had in his older brother. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, that got that got me. That was great. And so he's looking from afar. You know him saying goodbye to his dad. That that part got me. So okay. Yes, uh, I, obviously. I don't know if I, no, no. <laughs> I I don't mean to sound like a like a cold hearted witch over here, but um, yeah, I didn't. I was like fine with it. I could see the manufactured emotions that were at stake here, at play here, but uh, no, I didn't cry. Um. Wow. Okay. So Fair we have way, way differing opinions. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> we're completely different here on this, on yeah. this end. Yeah. All three okay. Of us. But like, here's a better question for you, Jess. What Pixar movie does make you cry? That's a great question. I don't, um, I don't, or think did. There is one. No. I swear to God. No, I don't think a Pixar movie has made me cry. I mean, not even Toy Story. Because, no. I mean, b- no. for me, besides this one, it's Toy Story 3. No. That movie, like, that movie gets me. No, I didn't. I don't think I cried. <sighs> yeah. You're, like, really disappointed right now. <laughs> it's just like, oh, uh, my God. I mean, if you don't cry, you don't cry. Like, what, no, what are we going to do? Tell you, like, if you have no emotions, it's fine. No, yeah, I know. I know you guys think <laughs> I have no emotions. <laughs> it's fine, though. It's fine. It's not like it's a cartoon. Um... That's what it is. It's, it's because uh, it's a guitar, it's a cartoon. No, I can't even I can't even argue that because I cry consistently in the land before time. <laughs> and that's a cartoon. <laughs> when is... Littlefoot loses his mom and he's like seeing the mom in his own shadow and he's like, Oh mom, you're back. Oh my god, that just cue the waterworks right there. So, I just they get me so dirty. So the end of Coco, nothing for you? No. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah, no. Okay. So uh, now we know where Jessica stands. (laughs) Oh, man. You all make me out to be this like terrible person because I don't cry in Pixar movies. We're not saying you're a terrible person. It's just that you don't have a heart. (laughs) That's all. (laughs) Uh, Lies. Lies. I cry a lot more, though, in movies. I used to be like hard, like no crying at all, but. Gotcha. Anyway, voice All acting. Right. We had Julia yeah. Louis Dreyfus. Did I say that right? Yeah, you got it. All right. Julia She's great. I thought she was great. Yes. Not a lot. Not well, she was in it quite a bit. Yeah, I mean But I wish there was more still. <laughs> like she was so good. Yeah. Um I do I like how the ending kind of circles back like it's a full circle deal we start with that character the mom character working out and she's like i am a warrior and um doing (laughs) those exercises with the uh weight and then at the end she's like i am a warrior and she has this heavy huge looking sword and she's doing the same sort of fighting the dragon fighting the dragon i'm like yeah okay like i see the full circle there um the school mascot which is like this really goofy looking dragon that if you painted a purple looks like figment Oh, my God. I'd never yeah. put that together. Oh, my uh, God. So that dragon that's painted as a mural on the side of the school wall becomes the face of the dragon that gets made out of the school's stone and cement blocks. Right. Um, 
I don't know. Like, that's all full circle because you're like, wow, that's a very cute, unassuming dragon. And then it's like the face of the monster at the end, so. Right. Uh, That was funny. It's like a quick moment. It's a quick laugh. Uh, So they do... They do well in that movie in this regard of making you do that quick laugh. Yep. But it's um, not something we, that you'll carry with you, you know, like No, no. Later on down the road. Oh, remember that part? Yeah. No. Yeah, like I don't think there's any like laugh out loud moments, but it's got a lot of those like brief exhale to the nose laughs. <laughs> right. Like, yes. There's a scroll, moment scrolling through Twitter re- kind of Yeah, I'm trying to remember the moment. <laughs> Jessica lost it completely. <laughs> in a moment and i can't remember what it was yeah i don't know either (laughs) she lost it like i can't remember if it was like a line or if it was a noise i really think it was the unicorns that like hiss at them in the in the cave in the cave oh it was it was and they start flying you lost it at that time (laughs) you lost it i remember that i'm telling you i love like the the visual gags i guess yeah that was yeah. really strong for me. Um, we talked about how on this journey, he's learning how to use the wand. It's not a wand. It's a staff. And learning how to use magic. And then he like puts all of his moves together. Yes. Combo. At the end. Combo breaker. Combo. Yeah. For in the video game world. I don't Pretty know. Pretty much. Yeah. It, it very felt. The movie itself felt like a video game. Because of the fact that, like, it's like that beginner, like, oh, we're introduced to this new world. We have no idea. Oh, he finds this staff. And Mm -hmm. then along the way, he's learning how to level Mm -hmm. up pretty much. And then at the end, you have the big bad. And then you have to use all of the things you learned in the video game along the way to beat the dragon, you know? Mm -hmm. So it felt a lot like a video game in that aspect. I don't think there was, like, a main villain at all in this movie. I feel like that might be that's, a detriment. I think that might be the problem. Yeah. There was like no big bad, really. There was no central conflict. There was no. there was a chase. But if you don't have an antagonist there to add to really that There wasn't really an antagonist. Right. Um, and did they, did they change? Did the characters change? I don't know if they necessarily I think changed. I think our that, main character did. Oh, yeah. Like Tom Holland's character like gained some confidence. Right. He was very timid before, and That's now it. he's broken out of that shell. <laughs> yeah, uh, that was his goal as well, is to yeah. speak up more, speak up for himself. And uh, I think he gained that, sure, but it, would that constitute a major arc in a film? I don't know. It's not an arc that you normally would see in a movie. Like, just taking other Pixar examples, if you let's just take Coco, which was the last one we talked about. That movie deals with... Him crossing over to the dead, and then you have a villain. You have a villain in in you know on that side, trying to keep him for himself. Like you have that conflict with the family, so mm-hmm. that works yeah. well. Here in this one, they don't really have. What's the biggest conflict that uh, they think the older brother's lazy, uh, or right. the fact that their mom's dating a new guy? He's a police officer, yeah. or he's and he's not Bronco. really that bad. They're like, no, he, oh yeah, he's. F- foolish and it's like that's the worst that he but he cares about them and he's not mean to them he's just wants the best for them wants them to live up to their potential and isn't really a bad guy um yeah i think we kind of touched on 
why we're also like, well, I guess it was fine about the movie. Uh, yeah, I, that's. I really don't hate it, and it got me like in a lot of you know moments. But I think Danny said it earlier. This is not going to be one of those top tier Pixar movies. There's going to be a long list of movies that you run down before you finally say and onward, you know. So at the end, I I really like the movie, but it's not going to be a lasting. Yeah, I thought it was forgettable. I thought it yeah. was, at the end of the day, rather boring. Um, yeah. And and on top of that, we have another Pixar movie coming out just in another few months where this movie could be completely forgotten by summer. Just mm. because of the fact that we have that new one, uh, Soul. 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 Exactly. Yeah. We saw the trailer before the movie. Um, so yeah. we'll see how that, because the movie doesn't really tell us what that that's about i think the guy dies i think so too and then it's his soul after afterward i think that's what it is that's my it looks kind of like inside out but i'm sure it's not they can't be doing the same thing i hope they're not (laughs) Uh, it it looks interesting it looks better than this i agree i think onward's gonna get forgotten as soon as that comes out yeah and so then Disney's going to have to decide which one do we push for, you know, Oscars for Best Animated. And they'll probably have to go with Pixar. I mean, Soul. Um, <laughs> you know, so, I mean, we'll see what happens there. Yeah. Uh, I think that – is there anything else that you guys wanted to touch on in this movie? I don't know. Somewhere inside, like, the Cheeto that they were <laughs> writing and – the final, they see the dad. Like, I, I don't know if they should have just, like, not been able to, like, miss it. Miss their opportunity to, like, talk with the dad. And then they're, like, okay with it because they find their own closure. Oh, okay. Oh, no, I think that would have been a worse ending. I feel like they kind of did that. Yeah, I feel like that would be worse. I think that would have been a worse ending only because, uh, not for this whole sense of, like, you know, they found each other and everything like that. But because then the entire exercise of trying to get to the end would have been a waste. I'm saying it was a waste. Like he never met his dad. And then he goes on this huge thing, 24 hour journey to find the freaking stone that will let him finish creating his dad. And then all right, so the big emotional climax totally lost on you. Is that yeah, what happened? Because yeah, that's what it sounds I so. like. I think so. I was yeah. like, all right, I guess he's Because that was the point. <sighs> no. Wow. So, yeah, so me and Danny feel different on that ending than you do, Jessica. Okay. Yeah, I love the ending. I was. I, it was a bit of a shrug for me. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so... <laughs> All right, so we know where you stand. No, is it just because like it's a brother movie and it didn't like hit with me? I don't know. I mean, I maybe have brothers. Well, that is true. Don't you don't have brothers. You do have a sister, but I don't know. Yeah, it's not quite the same. Definitely not. No, the, but a relationship like that is not the same as brothers because, <laughs> oh my god, brothers <laughs> sometimes are the worst. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I don't but, know. I thought it was a very situational, funny movie, but as far as emotional beats, like they were lost on me. Gotcha. 
Well, you can't Sorry, please guys. everyone. It happens. <laughs> you can't please everyone. Uh, so, I mean, overall, I mean, we like the movie. It's fine. But ultimately, it will be forgotten uh, because of the fact that there's just more movies that will be coming out. And just the go. fresh movie, like even the most recent movies, like, uh, you know, Frozen 2 and the, and Toy Story 4, like those animated movies, like leave a bigger impact with people than this. So those will be remembered I more. I give it props that it's like original, but it, I it give was it props building for that. from stuff that we know. It was like Dungeons and Dragons, um, Lord of the Rings, mythical creatures, um, you know, that sort of thing. is It's pulling from places right. that did it better. Yeah, it, it's, it's an unfair comparison, but when you do stuff like that, you invite the comparison. Yeah. So... If you have a wizard that looks like Gandalf, I'm like, well, Gandalf was a better wizard. Like, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> what a hot yeah, take. I have better wizards. <laughs> what a hot take. Gandalf was a it's... better wizard than the one in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying there was a wizard, like, <laughs> as a true character. It was like a throwaway. Gotcha. Whatever. You know what I'm saying? No, I totally know what you're saying. <laughs> I gotcha. So, oh, at God. the end of the day... Um, I think we as for Pixar, it falls a little short. Yep. Overall, like I think we would have been grading this on a different scale if this was a different animated studio. Huh. Yeah, it was certainly beautiful to look at. Is does it? Does it? But even then, I feel like it wasn't on Pixar's level of like just visuals right that like that's even as I'm much saying. as i dislike toy story 4 that movie was beautiful like visually to look at okay the same thing with incredibles 2 i don't feel like this one doesn't and, and coco like the last three that came out like i feel like this one doesn't match up visually hmm. but my thing with it is it's enough. nice to see pixar do something original that isn't a sequel to a movie that came out 20 years ago true yes True. So it kind of sucks that it didn't make more money because when things like that happen, then they just go back to making sequels, which yep. are fine. Mm-hmm. But you see, you know, Toy Story 1, 2, 3 solid and 4 pushed the envelope where it wasn't good and wasn't worth it. <laughs> uh, like shredded the so, envelope. As much as they like really guilted you into emotions at the end of that movie of Toy Story 4. Um, but... Yeah, at the end of the day, uh, we we wanted more, but uh, you know, we're we're okay with what we got, just not wowed, mm. just not wowed. Yep. Even though a lot of things worked for me. So, uh, with that said, I think uh, we could put this the end of this conversation on onward uh, <laughs> to a close. That is such a weird sentence I just said. Yeah, it's like all over the place. It went downward instead. Oof. Oof. <laughs> wow. Okay. So, uh, if you're going to be, uh, I don't even know what to say. Because that, like, threw me off for a second. All right. Well, let me gather thanks myself. Thanks for coming on, Danny. Yes. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Thank you, Danny. We really always appreciate fun. it. Yes, it's always fun when, you're, when we have you. And also, if this is your first time listening, guys, go ahead and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and many more. 
And if you like us, go ahead and give us a review on Apple Podcasts. Don't forget to check us out on social media to stay up to date on all of our latest episodes and reviews. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Always Critic Pod. We'd love to hear from you guys. Yes, we would. And Did you disagree with me? Because I feel like I was the fr- the friggin' most pessimistic person in this in this episode. Like dislike the movie the most and I don't know. Right. Doesn't cry during Pixar I'm not movies. Heartless. Right. Just- <laughs> so if if you are a heartless person who, you know, doesn't get emotionally invested in the movies that we watch uh, go ahead and let us know and see if you agree with Jessica. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, rude. Yes, rude. It, it was very rude by me. Uh, stay tuned to our social media feed uh, this coming week to let you guys know what our next movie is going to be. Because next week there's a lot of offerings, but we have no idea what we're going to choose yet. Hmm. So just stay tuned on that. And that has been our show. My name is Rico. And I'm Jessica, and this has been the Always the Critic Podcast.